our man Matt Brown hitting French Open. What was it, number 15, Matthew? Yeah, yeah, it's been a lot <laughs> over the years, but still thoroughly enjoy it, Dar, so I cannot complain. Right, what's the big story? What are we looking forward to uh, for the, the day's play on the way, which we've just woken up for? Yeah, well, today uh, it'll be uh, a turn of the f- defending women's champion, Simona Halep. Uh, looking forward to seeing her coming back. She's in some pretty good form, uh, has had a couple of defeats on the clay, but but has been playing well, and she takes on uh, Isla uh, Tomlanovic, uh, an Australian who was born in Croatia, grew up in America. When I first interviewed her in Paris, it was, a, it was about five or six years ago, she was representing the United States, and then she uh, defected to Australia. I say defected to Australia, but, you know, there are there are a lot of um, players uh, with uh, you know, representing Australia with, with with names that you would not maybe think are, are, are Aussie names. A lot of players, young players, go, yeah, they've got a good system in place uh, It's um, in terms of their uh, high-performance centres and things. So you do get a lot of young players, um, you know, switching allegiances. But Aya Tom, Aya, uh, Tom Janovic, who was probably more famous on the tennis court up until recently anyway, because she's now uh, broken up with Nick with Nick Kyrgios. Um, Nick Kyrgios um, was her partner. So, um, but she, I don't think she'll trouble Simona Halep too much. And uh, Naomi Osaka, who, of course, that stunning success in uh, New York US Open, backed up by winning the Australian Open, the world number one. Uh, she also is on centre court today against a uh, Slovakian uh, Schmidlova, who I haven't really seen too much of, but I think Osaka will probably come through that one. Why don't we get these young players to come and become New Zealanders? We're just we're near we're nearly Australia. We're just over the road. I know. Wouldn't it be great? Uh, yeah. Pretty we don't host the Grand Slam and generate millions and millions oh, and millions of dollars. That's what it every is. year uh, to make that happen. It would be it would be nice though. Um, but yeah, so uh, actually some uh, terrific matches. The, the first round in Paris, partly because the clay court matches can go quite long. Um, you know, some of the men's matches we saw a, a player yesterday, a Frenchman Pierre Ugabe come back from two sets to love down, play for nearly four hours, beating the 12th seed, Daniel Medvedev. They do schedule the first round over three days. So uh, the whole first round will be completed today. The other slams, first round is typically over two days, maybe the odd exception. But, uh, but yeah, so there are lots of good first round matches. And one of them that I'm looking forward to is watching Juan Martín del Potro, who uh, reached the semis last year. He's back from injury. Um, love watching the Argentine play against a, a, a brilliant clay court player, Nicolas uh, Yari from Chile, who's been in good form. Um, that's uh, opening match on on the court. Susan Longland and 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 Das Sasha Zverev, Alexander Zverev. You know, fifth seed. He's been in the top four or five in the world for the last three years. Has not gone deep in a Grand Slam. Has never made a you know quarter final at a Grand Slam. It's always amazing to think that he can win tournament after tournament, but. To be honest, you have to use the choker tab. He chokes at the Grand Slam, and uh, he's also starting his campaign. But the difference being, he's coming off a tournament win last week in Geneva um, up against an Aussie, John Millman. So lots of matches, and the Kiwi double bo- doubles boys also getting their campaign underway, all three of them on the same day, which will uh, keep me quite busy. Marcus Daniel, Michael Venus, and Artem Sitak, who is, uh, I think, first up at 9 o'clock tonight, New Zealand time. Interesting around Rafa Nadal and what he's chosen to wear. I was just talking to Goran about it off air. The fact that he's wearing a, a bright yellow road workers top that's almost identical in colour to the ball. That's surely not kosher, is it, Matt? <laughs> 
Well, it's not. I mean, yeah, it's similar, and also the headband too. The headband uh, is uh, is the same colour. That uh, that sort of yellow, bright yellow. It doesn't. I don't think it, we would have heard a player surely say something if he was struggling because of the colour of the outfit to see the tennis ball that's coming back at him at a hundred miles an hour. I think uh, his opponent yesterday, uh, Yannick Hanfman from Germany, was just struggling to, um, I think, to see full stop because he just was <laughs> he was outclassed big time by by Rafa. But then again, he's a qualifier ranked 180 in the world. Um, you know, really not on the same planet as Rafael Nadal, who who looked like he you know is going to make a pretty strong defence of his title. Um, but yeah, uh, generating a bit of talk, but maybe not. Maybe, well, we'll have to see it. You know, once uh, some of the better players come up against Nadal. But uh, but at the moment, um, I don't think there's an issue with it. What's the trick with clay, Matt? Besides being on it all your life, it's the well, I can work out what makes one better mm-hmm. than the other as far as a player. Is it just a matter of time well, on the on the surface? What the trick to be good at it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, well, I mean, clearly you've got to spend a lot of time on the surface. I mean, it's a shame in New Zealand that we don't have clay court clay courts. You know, they are expensive to maintain. You you need a groundsman. They need to be watered regularly. It's not like you you, know, you rock up to your asphalt court back home and, and, and it's there for and it lasts for years and years without doing anything. So so maintenance is an issue for a start. And one of the reasons we don't have them in New Zealand, um, whereas they're, they're at every every club here in Europe. Um, Pretty much. Um, look, uh, practice on it. Obviously, if you're not a natural, and um, and the Kiwi players, you know, have never really been naturals on the clay, so you've got to um, to learn how to play on clay. And 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 one of it is that you know that, that sliding is so important. Um, um, getting your timing right. I saw a couple of players slip yesterday. Um, it is a very different game. You tend to have the the, the ball sit up a lot more, um, especially when it's hot. And you do have more time than you do on a fast hard court and a grass court. So a really good baseline a player with terrific ground strokes can have huge success on the clay. Um, Serving volleyers typically don't win clay court tournaments. You don't see it very often anyway at the business end. Um, it can be a good tactic to mix things up. But um, we see Nadal yesterday. It was quite remarkable. He was almost standing on the by the advertising hoardings. And the big debate, which I was having with a, a fellow commentator yesterday, was was, well, if, you, if Nadal's going to stand at the back to receive a serve, stand three metres behind the baseline, why not put on an underarm serve? It's legal. People say, some people say it's against the spirit of the game. Well, it's a tactic. If you're going to stand that far back to, to negate someone with a power who happens to have a powerful serve, why not use the tactic of throwing in a cheeky underarm serve? And that would keep the player at the back on notice. And I, I tend to agree with that. Um, um, I don't think it's against the spirit of the game. Um, underarm serves have been legal since, um, since day dot, but people don't use them. Nick Kyrgios has started to do it. And, uh, you know, because he's Kyrgios, he gets criticized for it. But I actually think now watching the players, you know, some of these big names stand so so far back to receive, so they've got so much time to get the ball. Um, it should be used. Yeah, spirit, schmirit. If it's legal, do it. That's what I'm there for. Hey, Matt, you got someone to thank for uh, getting your carcass over to the other Northern Hemisphere? What's up? Yeah, Emirates Airline uh, getting me here, uh, flying uh, out of Auckland on the on the big bird, the A380, uh, and also and my lovely flight through Bali, a great way to fly. They are the official airline of the 2019 Roland Garros Championships.